Bro, I just want to address something first. Oh. <laughs> this is the hospitality that I get. Can the camera see that? Yeah. And for those listening, um, it's a cock cup. So, O, C, K, and the holder is the C for cock, which is you. Thanks, Thanks mate. Hospitality. They get it. <laughs> How you been? I'm okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, super excited to be back in the studio. Yeah. How are you? No, incredible. Cloud nine. Honestly, the past four weeks. Um, so we've been putting up an episode a week. The reception's been unbelievable. I think, you know, we couldn't have anticipated the, the reaction on social media um, the views we've been getting, the engagement, the comments. Subscribers? Yeah. Wild? The growth. It's been wild. Um, obviously, going into things like this, you would hope that you'll get a good reaction. But yeah, it's been wild to kind of experience it. Expecting like 32 views, pure podcasts, you know, take it's, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. No, exactly. But the reception so far, thank you. Yeah, not honestly. Thank you so much. And I think the biggest thing for me has been the the outreach from from people personally. You know, colleagues, old school friends, um, and just random people. You know, people who'd stumbled on the podcast, messaging to let us know that what we're doing is important. You know, the message behind what we do. Um, we're fully aware that we're absolutely fucking stupid. Some of the things we talk about is ridiculous but at the core of it it's it's about mental health you know it's about talking to your friends opening up and just a few of the messages that i've got personally i'm sure that you can touch on a few um it, it's meant the world to know that what we are doing is coming across but for me i think the the one that touched home the most was from my dad oh what did he say so he messaged me after watching the first episode um he started with the fact that we're a match made in heaven, which oh, yeah, that was um, that was so so unbelievable to hear. But then he mentioned that him himself a few years ago went through something that you know you don't have to call it anything, you don't have to give it a label. But I think it was him, you know, telling me and acknowledging that he'd been through something similar to what we talk about. Um, which I think I got a little bit choked up when I read it, but and I, honestly, I don't ever think that I've had a conversation about that with my dad ever. And for him to open up like that, it was, yeah, it was, it was such a yes moment, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'm getting choked up uh, yeah. listening to it because you know my dad. He's like super chilled, super. So it was, yeah, that that struck a chord for sure. Yeah, like people of that generation were very much man up. Men didn't speak mm. about that sort of stuff. For him to have that with you has to solidify this. And it's just, it's beautiful to hear, you know. And like, yeah, thanks for Chris for listening and having the support and. Yeah, just I love that you've had that, mm. even if it was over message. One hundred percent. 
you know, it it's it's such a good step in a father son relationship. No matter where you are in the timeline, how old you are, how old he is. Yeah, the fact that you've had this moment is beautiful. And it, I think, you know, it meant that extra bit more because that's exactly what we're trying to do, you know, with this, with the podcast, the way that we, we are on social media, etc. It's It's exactly that. People who don't open up, people who don't talk to their friends, their family, it's working. People are doing it. And that's all we want. And that's all we're going to continue to keep doing, to keep shouting about. Text your friends back, text your family back, talk to people um, because it's it's so important. Yeah, that can't be stressed enough. And a message I received was a bit of a jokey message. It was like, do you actually talk about mental health? I was like, you haven't listened to a full episode. Like, we're not experts. You're our friend as the viewer. You know, it's... You are our friend joining us in this room to talk shit, to discuss traumas, to discuss our current mental health issues. Come down, tune in, watch us, sit with us, share things. You know where we are. Drop us an email. Keep the engagement up. It means so much. And I couldn't wait to get in here today. So excited, mate. So excited. It's it, it's felt like the longest time. Um so long that we've we've changed our appearance. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, should we discuss the elephant in the room? Go on. What's that like? Where? What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we can we can all see it. Um the slog that's warming my upper lip. It looks like you've been slurping a mocha. Mm. But I presume this is for a good cause. I mean, yeah. You know, November is Men's Mental Health Month. It's a big month for us. Um, but I think the thing that people recognise it the most for is obviously Movember. Um, the movement, you know, trying to get men... Um, and people talking about men's mental health, suicide prevention, testicular cancer, um, prostate cancer. Don't worry, I'm not trying to sell you anything. We're not fundraising. Um, it's you know, it's there's people who have much bigger platforms to do that who will do it much more successfully. Um, but we we want this again. It's having this conversation, asking what it is to know why it's there. Um, so yeah, I guess personally, um, recently I got told that my granddad's got prostate cancer again. Um, so I think the the first, so it's the second time he beat you just before we started our friendship about 12, 13 years ago. I think I remember you saying, yeah, I was in school at the time. Um, and then, yeah, recently I kind of got a call from my mom and said that it was back. Um, sorry. <laughs> and it doesn't look good. I think we're going through a process where it's um, elongating, you know, prolonging life, I guess you can call it. Um, so, yeah, it's shit. 
it's real. Um, you know, weirdly, on my way up here yesterday, I, I walked past a sign that was, um, I think it was from Prostate Cancer UK, that one in eight men will get prostate cancer. Um, so if you take anything from this story, me sat here blubbering, get checked. Get checked, you know, what's the harm? You don't have it, you don't have it. You catch it early, maybe you'll have a good story. Um, right. So yeah, that's why my upper lip's hairy. For Stan, he also has a moustache. So I kind of catch myself in the mirror sometimes and I feel like I look exactly like him. Um, so yeah, hashtag Muzzy for Stan. Oh. Yeah. Um... Sorry, ma'am. And the times like this, you don't have the words, and it's it's difficult hearing it for the first time now, knowing that you've you've kept that to yourself and you haven't shared that. Um, yeah, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry for you and your family. I know that doesn't do anything. But I'm glad you're discussing it here. Absolutely. And you've you've got my love. You know that. And I want to send it to your family and there's nothing but love and support. Um just go and see him. I've been like yeah, I think I've messaged him more this past month than I think I have in the past twelve years. Yeah. You know, since the last time. We speak about Texting people back, reaching out. But like, I think this time for you now is just enjoy what you have. Absolutely. And make the most of time. If it is at that stage, just do that and you, you won't regret it. You know, and I think it's a beautiful thing you're doing with a moustache. Um. Yeah, it's everything. It's not the easy. I oh know it's not the easiest subject, man. It's not the easiest, and these conversations are always shit. It's why I don't have them. It's why I didn't say anything up until now. Um. But yeah, it's been a difficult month. Um, for many reasons. Um. And that's yeah, definitely kind of compounded it. But I'm glad. You've got this as a platform and a distraction. You know, your words can hopefully encourage others. Yeah. You know, and that's that's all I want. You know, open up, talk, get checked. Um, because yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, but yeah, hair. Yeah, I've, I've had my hair cut. Yeah, I don't right. think. It looks that bad. I think the barber did a really good job at um, yeah, covering it up, disguising the hairline. But the headphones, they're kind of pushing it forward. But when it starts properly, I'm quite happy until the hair transplant comes in. <laughs> That's still on the cards. Yeah, this is just a, a, a smoke screen until they come in. <laughs> but no, man, honestly, it looks infinitely better. It really does. 
Um, you know, you don't have to rely on caps and headbands, which I'm glad because I was going to rip you to shit today if you if you came here in a headband. <laughs> I like the headband. Makes me look a bit one. hemp. You're the only one. Guess I want my headbands again. <laughs> <laughs> you wait. It's like a fucking hair transplant. So we obviously share accounts now. And don't worry. We share accounts now because of the, the podcast. So, you know, we both do social media for the, for the podcasts, um, which means we share algorithms. <laughs> I'm not going to say what you think I'm going to say. Um, but there has been a, a hell of a lot of, of hair transplant TikToks <laughs> on the algorithm. <laughs> Seen those geese. <laughs> Where they've got like the headband on and their heads all swollen. I know you're just educating yourself for what's to come. <laughs> I'm not going to share what else is uh, we that we share on the algorithm now. Um, Definitely no gore. Um, that's a good sticker. Um, no, but no. Okay, uh, we're getting way off course. Um, Do you want to explain what today's show is all about and why we're doing it? So, you know, the reception, I think, largely comes from the fact that you were all absolutely feral for our 21 questions. Um, I'm not going to say viral. That makes us sound massively big-headed. And I think numbers these days are, are like ridiculously huge. So we can't say that we went viral. Decent metrics. It did well. It did well. It did good. Uh, the ratings were so there. we decided that we're, we're going to do it again today. I feel like we started pretty deep, um, a little bit emotional. So I think we need some laughs. Okay. 100%. Um so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tackle the twenty one questions again. Um, personally, I do feel like I got off lightly last time. I feel like your questions were a bit dog shit. <laughs> so yeah, it's a it's a chance to to really get in there and uh, take some inspiration from mine last time. Um, but completely fresh, we've we've redone them. Um, we know what you know the type of things that you guys want to hear. So can I just say? I've kept some of them. You've kept some of them. Because okay. I thought they were good getting to know you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I feel is still important. We're still at that stage. We're still a new podcast. Yeah. People are still getting to know you, know me. But I'll play this if I can go first this time. Yeah, no, you're, you're going to go first this time. Is that fair? Yeah. So I've devised a couple of questions more than last time. Have you got a, a format to your questions? We'll go fundamentals. Okay. I'm going to break you in like it was your first time with a cock. <laughs> or a vagina, if you're a woman. Anyway. Okay, first of all. Are we going straight into it? Oh, we're going in. Okay. <clears throat> Raw dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's in spit on it at least. Right. I didn't need to do that. No. <laughs> okay. Money or fame? Money. Why? Um, 
Fame's not going to pay the bills. Fame's not going to give my family a platform. Um, whereas money will. What if your family want to be famous? Then we need to sit down and have a conversation about priorities in life. <laughs> We've got a mortgage. We've got bills to pay. Okay. Fair enough. What do you love most? My little family. Partner. Daisy. Yeah. Specifically, just, you know, on the evenings when it's just, just you two just chilling, telly on, takeaway. Hobby. Right. Okay. What, what do you hate the most? Can I address this? Right. People who don't put equipment back when they're at the gym. Put your fucking weights away when you're done with them. Right. And no, I, I, I don't understand it. It's so rude. Um, it's so inconsiderate. Gym etiquette is a big trigger for a lot of people. No, 100%. I think it's even the same. Um, I, I do this massively because I'm a big sweaty bastard. Um, you know, I have to wipe equipment down when I'm done with it. Um, that's another one. Wipe your equipment after you're done with it. I don't want to be sitting on your fucking sweat patches. Especially coming out of a uh, pandemic. No, not 100%. 100%. Put your equipment away. Put your weights back. And if you, if you like... If you really give a shit about people in the gym, put them back in order. How disgusted were you with my gym? Bad. I've I've never seen anything like that. Do you think it's a representation of the person? Like, if they're that scratty with the gym equipment... They live in a shithole. Shithole? Yeah. Shithole. You live in a shithole. You've got no self-respect. There is, there is no excuse for it. No, and it gets me so hot. Um... It gets me super passive aggressive. I'll put them back for them. In front of them. Yeah. Slam them down. Cunt. <laughs> Slamming dumbbells down. <laughs> Giving people the eyeball. I'll put it back. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be more. I'll just warn you. Um... But no, there, there is absolutely zero excuse for it. Put your equipment back. It's a popular one, though. Mm. Absolutely. Okay. This one's an easy one. When was the last time you cried? Um, About five minutes ago. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, but I, before that, it's, um, I guess, linked to it. Not to take things back to a deep place, but um, I guess I, I found out the severity of it. Um about three weeks ago. Um, so we just got a random phone call from my mom. Whenever I get a phone call from my mom, I instantly expect that it's going to be bad news. I think it's one of those things we probably all do. Oh, yeah. Um, and she just called me up and she told me, granddad's been in an accident. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, he was on his way to get chemo and he's been in an accident. What? So they're not allowing him to have the chemo. Because he's just been in an accident. So it was just like this double whammy, everything all at once. And that's when I kind of understood the severity. Because I didn't know that he was getting chemo. I didn't know that he had got to that stage. And I was like, fuck. 
you can't have it because it's just been in an accident. Oh my God, granddad, are you okay? You've been in an accident. I was like, and I, st- I got off the phone and I just stood there and, and Amelia was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I just cried. It was, I think it was just like <laughs> being hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it just it, it just came all at once, and yeah, that's the yeah that was the last time I cried, outside of the podcast. Wow, yeah. mate, you've been through the mill. It's been a rough month. Yeah, mm. I thought I had it bad. Mm. My problems don't seem so bad now. They're pretty bad. So yeah, can't cry over small shit. No, no, cry about anything you want to cry about, cockhead. Said the mug. Okay. What's your biggest toxic trait? Um, toxic positivity. Okay. I feel like I, I can be guilty of being too positive about things. And I think maybe... Because I think it, it leads to a false sense of security around things. Or it gives people the wrong impression. Or, you know, maybe it lures people into a don't worry about it attitude. Um, yeah. Because I'm the type of person who doesn't really like to think negatively or approach anything negatively. Like, everything is going to be fine. You know, just brush it under the carpet. Because it's going to be fine. Yeah. If anything happens, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, but I think maybe it can take the severity and the seriousness out of certain situations. Yeah, that's relatable. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. And it's a, it's a difficult thing to kind of accept, um, because then I'm not the type of person who will be like, "Oh yeah, it is shit." What are we gonna do? Yeah. When maybe sometimes that is the conversation that you need, yeah. rather than no, it's gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. I promise you, it's gonna be fine. I think with friendships. And, well, just relationships as a whole. You need, if you love and respect somebody, you need to give the best advice you can. And with that, you can't just tell people that everything's going to be okay. Everything's sound. You're right about everything. Because that's not what a friend or a family member should do. You should look at the whole situation, weigh everything out and give the advice back, whether it's good or bad, whether it's what the person wants to hear or they don't want to hear. I feel like, yeah, just that's just the best way you can be with people. Absolutely. But even, even sometimes, and Amelia tells me all the time, sometimes she just needs to be heard. Yeah. Just listen, just sit there and listen, just hear her validate what she's saying we don't need to fix things all the time and i think us as men um that is the the thing that we instantly go to is okay how can i fix this this is what we need to do this is what we're going to do it's going to be okay sometimes it's just about just sitting there and listening yeah communication big one for me as well especially that's the biggest lesson i'm learning currently is being better communicating and understanding like I just said all the elements of a situation or 
heated discussion, um, arguments, mm-hmm. you know, same thing. But yeah, um, I digress. Um, that's the Luke stuff <laughs> out the way. <laughs> Get, um, strap in. <laughs> we'll go to more of a darker side. It's not as dark as you think. You're not pushing it as far as me. No. Okay. I'm going to give you more dilemmas. Okay. Than smut. Okay. He loves the smut. Right. Would you rather be able to read everyone's darkest thoughts or have everyone be able to read your embarrassing thoughts? Wow. I think I'd need to read everyone else's thoughts. Selfishly, I don't think I could put myself in that position of being so vulnerable around everyone. You'd never have the the upper hand. You'd never have an advantage in any situation. You're just getting read. You know, the tea's out there. It's spilt wherever you go. Um, It'd destroy you. Yeah. I think it'd be difficult being able to hear everyone else's thoughts, but... Yeah, I'd rather have that than being able to let everyone else in. It's difficult to hear, though. Like people you love, family, friends, mm. knowing their real opinions. It's true. What if, okay, what, what? if your missus... Go, 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 go. Like, thinks you're like a fat shit in something. So, like, you know, in her head. She's not going to say it loud. She's not a cow. But she thinks it, and you hear it. Oh, he looks, he looks like shit. God! God, his cock looks small. <laughs> he thinks he made me come. Uh, you didn't. It's nothing we don't know anyway. <laughs> no, but I think if the shoe was on the other foot, what if they could hear you? Your life's over. You're done. You can't share your subconscious. You're done. And sometimes you can't help your subconscious thoughts. Don't let them win, kids. Never let the bastards keep you down. (laughs) Next. Okay. What's your number one fetish? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Fetish. Tadros keeping some of them. It's such a weird one because I feel like there's so much shame associated with it. You know? Just, I think, fetish kinks in general. Um... And I'm I'm not really a freak, I'll be honest. Okay. And I don't want no shaming. When this comes out of my mouth, <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. And I blame I think I blame Tarantino a little bit. No. No. It's it's not See when you say you 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 go straight to the extreme. But no, but I don't know. Maybe a bit of a foot fetish. Really? Maybe. <laughs> he likes to get wanked off my feet <laughs> I did not expect that Don't knock it Don't knock it till you tried it mate Oh my god I don't, know, I don't know what it is I know there's been scientific things done where I think I'm getting it right Where the kind of area of your brain That is linked to like sexual desires And activities close to the one to do with fit, I have no idea. See, that's so stereotypical. 
and a common one. I did not see that coming. Huh. No? But then again, I don't know whether it's because it's something that's always covered up. I don't know yeah. whether your mind's just like, oh, it's like tits or ass. <laughs> <laughs> to put it bluntly. <laughs> but yeah, n- not like full-fledged, like, you know, I don't like fucking dirty, disgusting feet and stuff. I don't know, it's just like, I don't know, you see it in a picture or, or, or when you're in the act and stuff, and it's just like... Mm. Okay, next question. Let's move off the feet thing. We'll get the wrong audience. Um... Right, you can go to prison for a year for a crime you didn't commit or go to prison, say a life sentence, 14 years if you're good, um, for a crime you did commit, but there's a 50% chance you'll get off of it. I'd do the year. Um, it's a flip of a coin, 50-50. I don't like them odds. I'd rather just get the year out of the way and then get on with my life. Try it up. Just a year. You say just a year. In the slammer for doing something you didn't do. Yeah, but then it's 14. I can't really argue. This is episode five. How quick those five weeks have gone. Okay. (laughs) Friendship test, mate. Mm. Okay. If you had to choose between saving our friendship, you know, best buds, bosom buddies, amigos, friends to the end, right? Mm-hmm. To choose between our friendship or your dog Daisy's life. You've just, you've made the fatal error before you've even finished the question. Go on. What did you call her? Daisy? No. You called her? Your dog? Yeah. Okay. You keep that fucking word out of your mouth. Yeah? D word. <laughs> yeah, the D word. So just for that. Why don't you call her the mate? You can get fucked. <laughs> touchy? People are so touchy about their pets. That's not a pet. That's family. No, but seriously, like, and I've said it before, we genuinely do see her and treat her like a daughter. All right, Dan, cut the shit. Where you pick him? Sorry, mate. Fuck off. Yeah, sorry. You're still alive. (laughs) He's done. Cock. Do this podcast with you. Friendships are lie. I mean, we can still do the podcast. She's still alive. We just aren't on amicable terms. Oh, fuck yourself now. <laughs> okay. We're moving on. Mm. He's salty. Okay. He's so mad. You have no idea. <laughs> right. Can you honestly say to me that you'd forgive me for anything, no matter what? Honestly? What? Yeah. And I'm I'm not bullshitting you now. You are my, like, ride or die. I don't think there's anything that you could do that could make me cut you off or stop talking to you. I'm I'm genuinely being serious. Thanks, mate. Honestly, straight up. Thanks. That means a lot. I got you. It really does. Wouldn't pick me. Harvey's dog's lifer. 
of a Who's Life. <laughs> I'm sorry. Days you just did not- it on purpose. You're fucking racist. They're <laughs> dog-, <laughs> dog racist. <laughs> racist bastard. No wonder his favourite film is Django Unchained. <laughs> Daisy and Chain. I know you. I know you. I know your kind. <laughs> Dogs had a person. <laughs> right. Okay. I don't, I don't know why Donald Trump came out there. It was good though, mate. You even good. did that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're stuck in a zombie apocalypse. Which one of us do you think would become a zombie first and why? You. Why? I feel like you're a little bit more rash than I am. Um, I feel like you'd probably lose patience first. Oh. Um, maybe a little bit more impulsive. A little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, I think you'd, yeah. Whether it was uh, an honourable act that you were doing or, you know, we were starving or something and we need to get over the road to go pillage someone's house. Yeah, you. I don't think you think twice. You'd do. Okay. And they get fucked up while you're doing it. <laughs> Would I kill you? Like no. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, in summer, okay. still doing the podcast <laughs> as a zombie. <laughs> It'd be me slowly going mad, and you're just like. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's not far from that. Wow. Oh, oh t- touching it today. <laughs> right. Think about this nice and hard. What's the most inappropriate thing we've laughed at? Ooh. I, 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 I genuinely don't think we can say. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we can say. Cancelled. Prison. <laughs> okay. No, I know, but I don't think we can say. You can't. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, mate, but it's going to be... It's, it's, I think it's got to remain a secret between me and you. We can't talk about that. You can't say these things out loud. If we were to create a dark comedy, right, based on our lives, what would it be called and what would it be the most absurd plot line? Okay. So... So these guys... I'm just going to run through the plot. So these guys have known each other 12, 13 years. Um, went through education together, college, uni. Um, and then they drifted apart. Physically, physically drifted apart because of m- multiple reasons. Um, work, life, family. Um, still talked very much kind of every day. Um, but unbeknownst to both of them, they were both going through things mentally that they both didn't talk to each other about. Um, so after years of this, just getting on with life, not really seeing each other that much, uh, but you know, still keeping in in contact to some degree. Um, both of them actually got diagnosed with clinical depression, myriad of other things, um, and then they they actually pulled their thumbs out their asses and decided to meet up um, 
and and they tell each other about these mental illnesses and, and and issues that they've been facing and then they say oh you know what would be amazing if we started a podcast and i called it uh boys cry too so if there's a network out there that wants it made make it so <laughs> okay right if you could attend your own funeral what would you want people to say about you um i don't want a funeral okay don't want a funeral something to your body whatever people want to do with you i, don't, I honestly i don't care I don't care. I don't. I don't want a funeral. I don't want a cremation ceremony. I don't want anything. If you go first, have your body. What are you gonna do with it? <laughs> <laughs> Stuff me and put me in this chair. <laughs> no, but straight up, um, it's something that I, I just don't see the point in. I understand. From, I guess, you know, the people, loved ones and that perspective about wanting to celebrate you and stuff. But it's not a celebration. It's just a day of full sadness. Um, a huge, incredible waste of money. Um, when, honestly, just like chuck me over your shoulder. Go chuck me off a cliff into the ocean or something. Or write you in a carpet. Take you to the tip. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So to shoot your question down, mate, but yeah, I don't want a funeral. So nothing. I don't want anyone to say anything. Wow. Well, I feel like I feel like I know you a lot more now. You do. Well, does it get the point of the questions? I guess. <laughs> Happy and sad about some of those. Yeah. So that's your lot. Yeah. Told you. Not a lot of smut. Better. Better. Still pitiful. Improvement. I feel like people might be a little bit more enlightened about me. Yeah. That's that's the whole point. As as silly as it is. That's the whole point. You get to know us more now. Yeah, you ready? Come on, give it okay. to me. Okay, so the, these are quick fire. All right. Don't want no conversation, no clarity, just first thing that pops to your head, all right? Mm. You ready? <laughs> okay. Who's your celebrity crush? Um, Trish Stratus. What's your favourite swear word? Cunt. <laughs> Simpsons or Family Guy? Family Guy. Good man. What's your biggest ick? People liking wrestling? That came online. <laughs> Offended it's me. Exclusively her. Eff- yeah, just her. Just her. Okay. How old were you when you lost your virginity? 15. What's your dream sponsor for the pod? Um, Blue Chew. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, last one. Blow jobs, hand jobs, or foot jobs? Blow jobs. Quick fire. Foot job. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Fiend. Okay. Oh. What? I was going to have a prop for this, but I'll just move on. I'll just move on. So it's the dark side. Darker right. side. What? So traditional questions, how we've been doing it. Feel free to confer. Feel free to ask for clarity. So... What's a conspiracy theory that you 100% believe in? That's a great question. Great question. Um, 9-11. Wow. Just because 
of what's happened in the world since and the financial gain across the board. You know, it's the insurance companies, you know, I think there was too much to gain. Oil in um, the Middle East, I feel like there was too much to gain. And if there was a conspiracy that made sense, why would you blow up those towers? I believe it. See how serious and deep that was. Do you know how much more lighthearted it would have been if we had tinfoil hats on? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I deprived oh. you of that. Oh. Uh, forgot That's to make a good them. bit. Forgot to make them. Um, <laughs> if we got an emergency announcement saying that the world is going to end in one hour, how are you spending it? So right now, we get it right now. I'd go and play with my kids. I'd go in. I'd set up a battle. And um, oh, it's making me really emotional. Um, not crying today. Yeah, I'd just play with my kids. How about you? Stunning, mate. I'm in a pickle. I'm I'm three and a half hours away from home. Um, yeah, I guess the thought of not being with them tears me up. So I'd, I'd call them, FaceTime them, see them both. Um, say my goodbyes. And then probably go and get some drugs and get fucked up. <laughs> That's that's how I'd spend it. Okay, move on. Who'd win in a fight? Twenty twelve MK or twenty twenty three Dan? Are we talking blood fight? Like rap? Like anger? Real fight? We're having a fight? You? Why? Don't know. Like wasn't much of a fighter. More of a lover. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually quite soft. I'll bum you! <laughs> I'll bum you! <laughs> Jump for you really again. Oh, get out. He's the greatest fighter I've ever seen in my life! <laughs> so you're going with Dan? Yeah, I agree. Fucking <laughs> hell. Alright, moving towards the end of things now. Friendship. Okay. If you're offered a million pound... To completely cut me off forever, would you do it? No. 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 10 million. No. Straight up. No, because. You've been on this journey with me for 12 years, maybe even more. You've seen my struggles, you've seen how hungry I am. One day. I believe that I will be successful and that money, materialistic things will come and you'll be there with me and we'll make it together because I respect you for always being there and yeah, we'll do it together. So, no, because it's going to come. That's beautiful, mate. 
I've got cancer. <laughs> Again. That's bad. It's bad. It's real, like, real bad. Um, I need 24-7 care. Okay. But everyone's left me. It's too much. It's too much for them. Have I got to wipe your ass? Would you be my carer? Yeah. You would? Yeah. Straight up? Yeah. The certain the, the certain needs. You know, even though I'm I'm at the end, mate, there's still gonna be certain needs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Define needs. You know, needs, urges. We well, need, need you need me to hire a prostitute for you. No. Wank you off. Nah, I don't think we can let anyone else in. Oh, yeah. It's not fair. It's not a pandemic. <laughs> it's the big C. I'm joking, man. I don't want you to wipe me off. To my feet. <laughs> Get them crocs off. <laughs> right. Moving on. Very swiftly. Very swiftly. Yeah. If I died, yeah. would you keep the podcast going? No. No. Uh, there's two ways of looking at it. Keep it on in your memory and keep the cause moving forward. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we work and if one of us one of us was to go, I feel like he'd lose the yeah, it's the backbone of it. I feel like, as we said, the viewer is the third friend in this room, and I feel like the dynamic works. So I don't think I could. There's a part of me that would like to to keep the memory on for you. Just be too painful. Yeah, I respect that. Heartbreak. Would you keep it going? No. I'd do one episode. Yeah. And it'd just be me sat here. For 40 minutes, 45 minutes. With an empty chair there. Just reflecting. I wouldn't say a thing. It's quite artistic. I'd just I'd just sit there and miss you. Wow. I know that's what you do when I'm not here anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <It> is, yeah. <laughs> One more, one more, and it's a take two. So it's something that I wanted to bring back from last time because it's something that we talked about and it's something that you wanted to address. Um, so what's your biggest regret? Okay. I did think about this. You know, we spoke about it briefly and... You know, sometimes, as you might find out, I can't answer well being put on the spot. Sometimes. Sometimes I can. Um, but my biggest regret is not forcing more of a relationship with my dad. Because... 
Yeah, life is short. You don't know when it's going to end. You know, and I feel like that's why I got so choked up about you having that with your dad mm-hmm. because me and my dad didn't have that. He was a re- like he was a recluse and kept himself to himself. Um, when I think about it, he was quite unorthodox and he wasn't very social, which made me think he had a lot mentally going on. Um, and that's why he you know, had addiction problem, you know, alcohol. Um, because it was a different time. He just thought drinking some people did and he did that every day and he didn't make the best effort with me you know he just didn't and it's not that I didn't think he cared it's just he kept himself to himself and like yeah people will come to me it's it's hard because I just wish I started to before he passed like about a year before he passed, I started saying we should do do more stuff together. And we actually went to the cinema um, this one time, which was great. Do you remember was, what you watched? Yeah. Uh, Magnificent Seven, the remake, because we both like Westerns. Um, he fell asleep through it. So that was good. Got that memory. Um, I just wish there was more effort on both parts and we had more of the stereotypical father-son stuff because I do feel I suffer with a lot of abandonment shit from not getting that and yeah that's my biggest regret having more time with my dad it was too late. 